Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Thank you, David, as I'm picking the blueberries out of my teeth. Like, how classless. Anyway. Oh, well, you know. It's just... Listen, it is, we are doing this on a Monday morning and I am just- Oh wait, no. Please, some, can somebody just help me? Can somebody just help me in life? I'm now, so tired. Not to like date us, but I mean, it is kind of post the Thanksgiving holiday. Are you feeling like the fatigue? Like, did you have a fantastic Thanksgiving? Was it fabulous? I mean, listen, it was just, I mean, yesterday I had another dark day with the diet. I'm gonna, oh. listen, I'm gonna be honest with people. Oh. I'm going- to be honest. And I don't mean dark day like I fell off the wagon and ate. I mean dark day of like, I, I can't even get out of bed to go sit at that computer to respond to an email. I was just so exhausted. And mind you, I also went out and I got on a flight and I'm in Miami now for Art Basel. So there's also that, which is a whole nother <laughs> thing. But let's you. put that aside. Okay. So there's a lot going on, but I just was like, I I am just praying to somebody that I have energy to sit at a computer. Oh I mean, t- today's Monday and I'm not going to like waste my life and not work. Oh my God. I don't, oh God, I don't know how you do it. That would, I, I just could not, I, I don't have the willpower to like keep like giving myself the shots. I'd be like, oh my God, screw it. It's not worth it. I'm here at Art Basel. 
I'm having a martini this afternoon and, and I'm eating so much food. I don't know. It would be awful. Listen, I am here. You know, we might have a in-person possibly. Listen, you know what I say? Until somebody is sitting in front of me, I don't believe it. But we might do a in-person R-H-O-M. Miami's back. It's December. Miami's back. Oh we might God. have an in-person. We might have an in-studio Miami housewife recording this week on location at our Basil. And then we might have another Miami housewife recording from home because this person says, I'm not leaving my house. So we might have two Miami housewives coming up. For and you then guys. let's see. Okay, first of all, you know, Miss Yontif makes me jealous twice over the Thanksgiving break. One, she sends me this photo decked in Louis Vuitton. I was so jealous of this bitch. Then she says to me, I'm hanging out with TLC royalty. Now you all know the Sarah Fraser show. I mean, how we sort of came together, we shared love for reality, but I am like a TLC fiend. Sister wives, thousand pound sisters, my 600 pound life. Like I watch them all and I have all these people on my show and David has all the Bravo people. So then you text me and you say, I'm, and I know who you mean. You're hanging out with Darcy and Stacey who are, I mean. That's only half right. Who else were you hanging out with? Well, uh, here's the thing. So So I went out Saturday night in the city with Miss Kim D. We had a whole to-do of it. And then, believe it or not, it's not even Kim. I have another friend, this girl Gina, who is in our group, me and Kim. And she is really good friends with Darcy and Stacey. She's telling telling me this. And when I say good friends, I mean like has went to the wedding in Connecticut, she went to Florida and Stacy's wedding. Because they just had, I think they just even renewed, did they, I can't remember if they got married for the first time or renewed their vows, but it's all going to be playing out in January when the show comes back. See, you know, no, I didn't know. I was like, but I was also totally sick on Saturday. It's isn't this great when you're sick like multiple days in a row. And Kim D has like her her drinks and she gets drunk and, and she's out. So Kim is does the Irish goodbye early. Although, is it really an Irish goodbye when you say you're going to Irish goodbye and then you <laughs> see her sneaking out? So Kim, so I was really like, I'm so, like, I gotta go. But Gina was like, well, listen, Stacy and Florian are coming from oh. Connecticut. I'm so Florian. jealous. Hot. So I'm like, hot. Hot. So I'm like, okay, well, um. Connecticut like where in Connecticut she tells me where and I'm like that's like two and a half hours away she's like they're they're getting an uber so it was supposed to be Darcy and Stacy and they're two I guess Giorgio there's somebody named Giorgio well I, Giorgio's it. off the scene Giorgio is also super hot and sexy you know he's from DC where I originate and you know he was a massage therapist there he might still be you know a lot of rumors about Georgie and Georgie is the one that Georgie. reportedly was with Aaron Carter's fiance and that ended Georgie and, and Darcy and Georgie so we may see that this next season I mean Georgie the fiance kind of looks like Darcy. <clears throat> yeah, His yeah, fiance, Aaron Carter's f- yes, yeah. fiance, yes. The one that he has now, that he has the child that he had the child with, right? right. That before he passed. Yes. Okay, well, they kind of look alike. So she was, I was like, okay, fine. So, I mean, sure enough, at 1030, the, the Uber pulls up. We were at, we're at Mastro's and in walks. So Darcy decided not to come. There was drama and in walks Stacy and fucking Florian. 
Now, oh I don't God. really, I wouldn't know these people, oh. you know, but yes, I said, I have to tell this to Sarah. And then, of course, she's like, you TikToks. have to go on David's podcast. Oh. And I'm like, please don't involve TLC. No offense. I just, I don't have energy for a network all these times. She's like, we might have to. So then she's telling me about the new season. And I think she was just kind of like into me because like, I really wasn't into any of her details like i had no idea i'm like so wait so you've been married before right like i i i i, I knew nothing i i knew nothing about stacy oh my nothing. god well they are they are tlc royalty they've been on for years and years they are identical twin sisters and of course now they get all this plastic surgery i mean they go to turkey to get their veneers done they go to mexico um, to honey, get their she was talking about all of this she was talking about turkey and the teeth and i mean she had nice lips she had her lips done very well i know and they and and apparently they have a pretty successful clothing line. I think that also like they partnered with someone from Miami. Anyway, they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. They, and this is all on Connecticut. Cause like she's, this is going to be on the new season. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, the father had, I think a heart attack. The father, something happened. He's hot. The girls too. had to go home. Oh, really? Oh my God. Have you seen the dad? He's like in no. his sixties. He's a young, he's so hot. And he like has some business where he would try travel to China all the time. Anyway, he's, Oh my God. And you know, that is now the women stand by because they've been, they've done my show twice. They stand by that they have made their own money from the clothing line, from other ventures. You know, the audience believes that it's the father who has kind of bankrolled them. And I do believe there was something where he co-signed for a house or bought them a house. Anyhow, so a lot of people believe the dad is really the one that bankrolls this whole thing. Um, and he is smoking hot and and divorced from their mom. Like, I think he's available. He's so hot. Lorian was hot. I, I was like, I need a moment. But Kim D was not there for any of this. She oh. did not meet Stacy. I mean, Kim doesn't give a fuck. She's I like, whatever. Kim I'm wants going like home. Bravo people. Yeah, Kim's like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't need any new friends. And let <laughs> me tell you before we move on, I that like that's listen, I'm not judging, but that that's Stacy. I mean, so they came like at 1030, which I'm not saying is late, but we had been it's out late. We went to Baccarat Hotel and then the plaza. Like we were out since like 5 p.m. That so it was like the end of the evening for just my friend Gina and Tony then, but then they ended up staying over. But that's Stacy. In that Florian, they kicked back to catch up. Like, I think Stacy had like seven vodka on the rocks what? in a matter of like 35 minutes or something. Oh my I, God. Not that I'm counting because I'm a total alky, but I was like, girlfriend seemed beyond sober. <laughs> I'm like, I got to take a page out of your book. Like Kim D has two drinks and she's literally falling down in the street. No, no joke. The, the woman falls in the street. She doesn't know what day it is after her two drinks. This Stacy, I was like, this bitch has a hollow leg. Oh my God. I love it. I mean, that's coming from you. And I mean, Mr. Yontif is out. I mean, oh my God. I, well... You you partied with some of the best on TLC. I mean, unless I was like Sarah is going to be so proud of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so jealous. Was, like I didn't even know who these people. But I mean, I, of course, I know Darcy and Stacey. Like I've heard of them, of course. But I was like, you know, she kept saying, "Listen, if I come on the show, I'm not going to be able to give you that much." I'm like, honey, I know how to do a preseason interview. Don't worry, I don't want any spoilers. Trust me, we got a lot more we're going to talk about. So let's see if it happens. She has, she DM'd me. I have three DMs from her that are unread. I don't know what they say. I haven't oh gotten God. to that yet. I love it. Well, I listen, you know, I was doing a car ride from LA to San Fran and back and I listened to your full Jerry Springer interview and it was so good. I just, I love your interview style. I, I love, love it. Jerry Springer. It was really I love great. Him. 
It was so good. Well, I do too, because he just gives so much insight, I think, into television and, um, I don't know, but also I really hate him because I cannot understand people who did not intend to be famous and then like fame just finds that. It's just like the most irritating thing. But those are like the most authentic ones. Because they don't care, right? They don't care. They're like perfectly fine to go back to their life if they're not famous. Like to me, he was perfectly fine being a news anchor for 10 years in Chicago, former mayor, like lawyer. He would have been fine to go back and just be a lawyer and could have cared, and yet he's a complete television icon. It I was think sort Jerry of irritating to me. He is. Oh my god! I mean, think about that. Like, think about one. Will we ever have a talk show like that again? I think we will. Um, but two. I mean, yeah. he. Yeah, because everything's cyclical, and I think it's it was a form of entertainment. And like Jerry said on your interview, these were people who you know, went to the phone, went to the website, went to the TV show, put themselves on TV, wanted to fight with their friends and their family. And, you know, they just sort of upped the ante by allowing the audience to kind of bum rush the stage or whatever. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, I I think people will, would watch, I really, people will watch anything if you are willing to take a stance and say, "I, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, this is the show. I, of course, you need a network or you don't. You put it on YouTube. There could be like a modern day Jerry Springer, which I mean, listen, I still, he said it. I mean, I still think we wouldn't have all these housewives and we wouldn't be talking about any of this, which we're about to talk about without Jerry. So yeah, you're right. I love it. So anyway, good to what see What the hell? Do you know where I want to start? Where? What? Because I just, I can't bring myself to read these articles. So I need your, what is going on with Erica and these earrings? <gasps> like, I don't even understand. Like, I'm just like, does anyone AJ, care? AJ. And why are they not the real earrings? And what is going on, Sarah? Well, okay. Here's what I decipher from this from our guy, Ronald Richard, who is an attorney, um, who has an interesting backstory himself. Uh, in, in backstory, I mean... Um, Oh, he used to be married to the woman who is who was Donald Trump's um oh gosh, uh treasurer. And she got into a lot of trouble because when her husband um oh, okay, I'm killing the names. Anyway, Google Ronald Richard. He, he has a little bit of a backstory. Richards, yeah. Ronald I mean, he's Richards. The deal. He has, he has, he's the one that's, this is his new life's work. He's been on the case since day one. Correct. And he has a little like pop culture crossover himself. Anyhow, he went on over the week and basically says that EJ, what I decipher from it, because it was very, very confusing, is that Erica turned over a different set of GIA, which is just a term for certified diamonds, uh, to the trustees than the actual $750,000 earrings. Okay. So my thing is, I think what I'm understanding is two things are True. I think the earrings that we saw her wear in um, Aspen. This, yeah. I th- are the ones that she turned over, right, to the trustees. I don't think those are actually the earrings, believe it or not. Okay? I think those are another set of earrings that, again, breaking down Ronald's tweets, they had a home robbery invasion in 2007, and some earrings valued at about 250000 300000 were stolen. Then in like 2009, Tom Girardi replaces those. Okay, so my understanding is I have no idea what they look like, but she turned those over to the trustees, okay? And those are the ones that are being auctioned off. But the ones that we keep hearing about, these million point four, are actually something different. Does that make sense? 
It makes sense, but it just, I mean, look, I didn't read this because I'm like, I don't even fucking care anymore, but it goes to the whole like, what? Like, this is where you get yourself in trouble. It's the same thing of like, overshare people when you're involved in a fucking lawsuit. Like, was that disclosed or is Ronald Richards just like discovering this? Like, was she trying to be shady in this? Because th then, you know, now th then I might start turning on Erica over here again. Do you well, know what I mean? The, like that's the problem with Ronald. OK, I think Ronald, my personal opinion is Ronald is no dummy. I think Ronald is planting these things to uh, just to continue to make her character look Look, I could be totally wrong, yes. but you know I'm an EJ fan. But what bothers me about this is if you go to his Twitter and you look under after he puts this, people are like, so wait a second. Are you saying that the earrings she wore in Aspen are different than the million point four ones or 750,000? And he goes, I think so, but I'm not sure yet. You know, he I, he to me it, he's just dropping this nugget which i'm sure is true in the sense that she turned over these earrings okay that we're seeing and that's why like because the whole thing is at auction they were valued at less which i think is what raised this whole thing right so you see what i'm saying like it was appraised at like 250 so that's when i think i guess ronald said how is that possible which i agree i mean an auction house is great at appraising that's what they do I mean, now, you know, then he tweeted on November 23rd, Erica Jane is being accused of a 750K earring mix-up as attorney alleges she gave Tom Girardi's bankruptcy trustees a different pair. Okay, mix-up meaning what? That she intentionally did it or didn't? That's why I feel like this is just like we're putting this out there and it could be a mistake, it could not. Like, it just... I, I don't know. I don't make much of this aside from obviously he's representing the trustees and I feel like he's going to do everything, you know, in the public opinion arena as well as, of course, the law to like discredit she and Tom because obviously they want to get the most money. Yeah. But so I, I, I mean, I, I agree. But I, I don't even understand then what all that means. Like, I mean, I understand what it means, but then what? Like, is that OK? Are we auctioning these off? Have we forgotten about the original airings? I mean, again, I just say, go to like. He goes on to say in his tweets, I'm sure there's a good explanation for this, referring to Erica's mix-up. What do you think? This is what he's asking all of us on Twitter. Receipts will be posted later today. We tried to dumb this down as you always request, so we are holding off on the receipts until we get a consensus everyone understands. Ask, ask any questions you would like. Um... And then let's see, what did people write? Um, I'm sure they had quite a few questions to that. People are like, no way. Um, it's just going to be another reason why everyone goes off on Erica Jane. Uh, yeah, but it's also like, I just feel like there's no, um, it's very confusing that he put this out. Um, okay. Then somebody wrote to him, what is the likelihood that EJ sold the 750 K diamonds, replaced them with much cheaper diamonds and pocketed the difference. Ronald writes, we can't guess like that. Um, I'm wondering if you, Ron, are the attorney working on the case Two, Do you really think Erica should give up everything that Tom paid for? Yes, we have a case against her and yes, she should pay the victims. I don't know. It's just to me, I hope people it's 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 such a nothing yeah. burger you know what i mean it's like okay let's see what well what's also going on now we have to look into this who came up with this about diana lied 
Okay, well, God, I hope these people have the correct. Um, although, you know what? This this is kind of like a really interesting one because your lawyer friend there, the one that's become so popular from the Johnny Depp trial, she had this guy on as a guest. So supposedly this guy, uh, a lawyer confirms that Diana Jenkins lied about the $100,000 donation to the um, plane crash victims and says it's total crap. I'll be curious. Jay Edelson of Edelson PC, the law firm suing Tom and Erica on behalf of Lion Air flight victims, recently revealed that the reality star did not donate as promised. The class action lawyer has previously claimed Diana had not reached out to the Chicago-based firm for assistance in locating the five families of the other 184 crash victims defrauded in the settlement money from Tom Girardi. He appeared on Emily Baker's podcast for an interview and spoke candidly about Diana. First, he commented about how difficult it is to watch Erica Jane, yada, yada, of course, um, and her extravagant life. Um, and then he goes on to basically say the 100000 donation to the widows and orphans of the Lion Air plane crash, even the ones who claim that they care about the victims, who's the most recent housewife getting booted off. He's referring to Diana. And he essentially says um, that it was crap. Really? I mean, she posted, I know, she posted a letter, basically, or well, I guess it was a press release, and he finds that to be so shady, he says, that she, Diana what? Jenkins. like that, hey, everyone, I'm I'm donating, I just yeah. want to let you know. Yeah. He says, but. So it was all a fraud. Okay. That's what he claims, but boy, I, and I guess, I mean, you're on Emily Baker's podcast, and <clears throat> you know how litigious Diana is, so I guess it better be true. I mean, it sounds like it's true. Jesus. I mean, it's not it's not going to make anyone more ingratiated towards Diana Jenkins. That's for sure. And does anyone even care about that anymore? I don't know. I'm so over. I mean, God, am I just so fickle that like once the season's over? I mean, you know, Andy has spoken out too now recently about, you know, listen, I think it was, I think it's a little confusing because first Andy made the statement that Beverly Hills is on pause until January. My understanding is now his new statement is like kind of backtracking the January thing and saying like, you know, this is on pause and we need to revisit it in the new year. So it's like, I don't think it's the same thing. I think it's now like, listen, I'm not sure January is happening, guys. Right. Is that how you take it? Okay. That's how I take it. Our podcast episode today is just like clearing, is just like confusion and clearing up confusion. So essentially, you just nailed it. It's not, it's on pause in the sense that it's just what you had predicted and you and I had talked about for weeks, which is it's taking a couple month break and it will be back filming in January. He won't confirm who's on, which to me leads all of our theories. Rin is back. You know, he I don't said, even think it's January though. I I thought that his statement made it like no, it's going to be longer. That's that's how I took. It. Oh, I took it as like it's a couple month break, but they'll be back filming first of 2023. I, mm. I think to well, me, that's in like two weeks, Sarah. That's in like it's three weeks. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I it's know. you. You think you don't think it will be back in January? You think they'll wait longer? I do. I thought that. His initial statement was January, which it was. That's true. And the new statement is not mentioning any, like, why did the press make it such a big deal if the second statement was, like, the same as the first? I took the second one to be, like, 
you know, we're taking a several month break. I don't know. Several months to me is not January. That's like only two and a half months. I thought it was like, let's try to figure this out. I, I, I think it's going to be longer. I don't think, I mean, I don't think enough time has really passed. I mean, yeah, we have to film it and everything. I just think we're in for a, a, a little break. I think we're in for a longer break. I, I mean, I could see, you know, because like you said, look, we're basically in December. So, you know, January 1 is like that, you know? So I could see this yeah. starting more in March. But I mean, I think, I don't think it's like, yeah, it's not the back-to-back filming they experienced before. But to me, I think this statement from Andy says there's a lot less controversy for them behind the scenes than there is for us, if that makes sense. Do you know? Like, I know you all had a crazy... I mean, he did go on to say it, it was a it was a record-breaking season, everyone. So you think what? Like, just like, there's not... Like, we're not really reevaluating Rina as much as you all think. And I, like, yeah. Yeah. Status quo, status quo, guys. Because ratings speak. I mean, rating they, they had enormous ratings. And I personally think that he wants to break it because, you know, he wants to let RHOP and Salt Lake kind of have their moment. Mm-hmm. You know, in that article, he said, oh, well, we're in the midst of one of the greatest seasons of Salt Lake so far. Yes. You know, he which did you, say that you don't agree with. It's OK. It's not it's not as great. But I think, you know. He knows, like, if ever if he says we're we're starting to film February one, I mean, people are going to kind of be like just anticipating that drama. I think if he just doesn't give a date, it's still like let's let everything play out. I I think he's leaving the door open, and I do think there will be a Jen Shaw special. They'll want that to be very highly rated and talked about probably in January because now her sentencing has been pushed back to January six. This woman, I mean, I don't know how it keeps getting delayed, but okay. So I, yeah, I mean, my, that's my take. I think he, I think they want everybody to focus on these other shows and people are right now. They are. I mean, I did think that was strange when he's like, we're in the middle of a record breaking season on Salt Lake and Potomac and sure, sure. And again, I'm finding Potomac a thousand times better than, you know, I think it's it's a good season for Potomac. I just salt. listen, I am trying so hard. I am trying so hard to love this season of Salt Lake. I have nothing against it. I love each of these people. I think it's so interesting to watch Meredith and Lisa Barlow. I think they're just interesting to watch and observe. Whitney too is like, so they're just all, so it's like all the elements that are there. I want this to be great. So, okay, I'm going to give the second half of the season a real chance. I agree with you. Listen, and I wonder and listen, you never know until you have the contract, right? But I mean, Rina is as cool as a cucumber. She is out doing her errands in Beverly Having Hills, buying her magazines. With, yeah, I mean, and they were at Elton John with EJ, with Diana. I mean, she doesn't. But this was rip. the advice that I gave to Rina. This is the thing that I was screaming. I was like, just start posting about your life, errands, and. Di- at least some Rina listen to us here behind the velvet rope and take our advice. Because this is what I was saying, girl, just post about lunch with Harry and buying milk and pumping your gas. Just <laughs> post and pretend that, like, you're not in on, like, the cognizant, like, what is going on with Beverly Hills. This wow. is a good strategy for her. I think this finally, it's like, girl, keep this up. I think it's only going to help your case. I I love Rena, like I've said, and I love EJ. I don't care what you say about, and you know, here we go, right? With Potomac, I'm all over the place a little bit, but I want your thoughts on this. You know, this past week has been rough for our girl, Robin Dixon. You know, people want Robin Dixon gone. 
after one of the latest episodes of RHOP. Filming Wendy Miss Osefo during that fight with Mia. Oh, I mean, people want what is, Robin I mean, I saw gone. that. Now, why is it? I mean, first of all, listen, Robin, I don't think this is such a bad thing that everyone now kind of hates you uh, overnight. I think it's like, welcome to the game, girl. You know, after you and like I have even been seasons. like- yeah, seven and like you and I have even been. I mean, I really like I've I've been hard on Robin of like she should be the next to go. Like, you know, you gotta contribute. I mean, like I I like Robin as a person. I really do. Um, welcome to the game, Robin. Now, why is it that everyone is so irate with her? Okay, in really Miami, do? they had a fight, Mia and Wendy, and Mia throws a drink in Wendy's face. Then they kind of go after each other. Production comes in to stop them, stop Wendy. What was not a good move by Robin, and people feel like she really has it out for Wendy. She's, you know, against her, you know, that it was colorism, all kinds of things that people are saying. Is Wendy is sort of saying, Wendy, I mean, sorry, Robin has come out and said, I was trying to tell Wendy that she had a lot to lose. But Wendy takes, or Robin takes out her cell phone and starts filming and basically saying, I'm TMZ, I'm TMZ. And really like filming Wendy during this fight. And, you know, I get what people are saying. It's like, you're almost kind of setting Wendy up. Like you're instigating Wendy. You want Wendy to attack Mia, even though you say you don't. And really, it was Mia's fault. And what everyone is shocked with Robin and Giselle is they're defending Mia when they, you know, why? It was, Mia was completely wrong. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. 
you know, I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. And that's where they're claiming colorism. They're claiming colorism big time. And, um, you know, but I do agree with you. I mean, I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing for Robin, really. I mean, but Robin's been trending for days. People want her gone, how awful she is. Um, you know, and Monique Samuels has come out. Monique Samuels says she, you know, she told Wendy, be careful. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, what Monique really doesn't like these women. Monique said some of these women on the show are like the most low-down, desperate, lonely, crotchety things you've ever laid your eyes on off of the show, too. <laughs> I mean, Monique goes in, and she says she called Wendy before this season and said, they're coming for you and your family. Be ready. Be ready. And, I, I mean, saw it is that. weird. How does Monique know she just knows how the game is played. Like, it's just like when, like, we were talking and when I had Catherine Edwards on, we're like, who is the Rinna next season? It's not Lisa Rinna. That was her this season. It's not Erica Jane. It's it's going to be like Sutton or Kyle. Like, that's what they do. So I guess Wendy is just good like that. And she's a producer. And she's like, let's do process of elimination. Who needs to take a big fall? And I think it's going to be Wendy. And then she calls Wendy and tells her this. I, is that what it is? You know, Monique, I, uh, yeah, I mean, Monique's certainly been in it, right? Like Monique, I I think Monique sees, 
how Giselle and Robin kind of also like pick their favorites and Ashley's sort of aligned with Giselle and Robin. And um, yeah, they, they, and we they, can't go after candy gal because that's like boring and we've done that we've done it seasons. and they they kicked off the season going after candy gal right with this stupidness again my only issue with this season is how absolutely dumb this thing about you know chris sliding in ashley darby's dms it's so not true he, he sent her an ig like message and candy gal and- just did another interview where she's like tripling down and she's like, no, you don't understand. Like Giselle Bryant needs to be terminated. She's like, I'm just trying to find it. Sorry. She was like, she's like, I think she did it like now, like after last night's episode, I forgot who it was with, but she's like, I just need to understand why Giselle has a job here. She's like, you got to get rid of this girl. So can't get, and she, yeah, she said what they did to Chris is just like ludicrous and, just I mean, everything. She she she's really she's not backing down against. She's, she said Candace Dillard on how heinous claims by RHOP cast oh affected her marriage, breaking fourth wall, and why Giselle's role should be recast immediately. So she ain't no fan of Miss Giselle. But Giselle is the Rena of that franchise. You know, I mean, I, I I think Rena has more going on in her personal life. Like her daughters are modeling. Obviously, Harry's you know, Hollywood royalty in his own right. He's been in the business 50 years. I mean, you know, but Giselle plays that rent apart for Potomac and she stirs the pot. And I think she knows who she's going to aim it at. And Wendy is the target. This, I mean, because it was so stupid, that fight. You know, Mia came over and goes, oh, I saw Peter Thomas. And he said, you never called him when you were coming to Miami. And it's like, why would she? They're not business partners yet. They may not be. She's here on a girl's trip with other women Uh, She's married. Like, why the fuck would she call? Who cares if she calls Peter? Like, and Peter's a businessman. You think Peter gives a shit if, like, she reaches out? Sure, if she's already there and she's like, hey, Peter, I'm in town or whatever. But, I mean, she has three fucking kids. Like, she's got things to do. And Mia, I don't know. Mia kind of rubs me the wrong way now, too. It's just so, like, ugh. I'm not such a, I I can't get behind Mia. I I don't really, it has nothing to do with this. I just don't really understand the true appeal of Mia. I'm just not feeling it. That's my honest opinion. Like, not even this. Just in general this season and, like, last. I don't really understand the appeal of Mia. That's just me. Well, I think you're going to have another season with her because I do think the financial stuff that's going down is really reminiscent of Jen Shaw. I mean, you know, the story goes, supposedly, that Mia's husband's brother stole all their money from all these um, chiropractic firms or whatever they have. And so it's like, oh, wait a minute. What do you mean he stole all your money? So are are those stores closing? Is that... Are you filing an insurance claim? Like, what's going on? I mean, I think there's some going to be some drama there. And does she even mind it, really? Because, I mean, this gives her something to talk about. I think this, to me, is like what Carlos King said, like, bring back the originals. Because the originals didn't know how the good they were. And, like, for Carlos, and I can see what Carlos means, the Jen Shaw's, the Mia, they've studied these shows. They've watched. Studied. They've studied. They, they know what they are there to do. So... There's just an inauthenticity about them versus back when we had yeah. the, the Nini, the Phaedras. Like, they didn't 
a lot of it was more real. In other words, you're claiming that they are thirsty. In other words. Thirsty. Yes, they are. She's, Mia's a little thirsty to me. Oh, totally. And also, I mean, did you see this that, I mean, and I haven't like delved into this, but apparently like um, Monique and Chris are not coming back to Love (gasps) and Marriage Part 2 this next season. Speak to me. Yes, I saw this on several news outlets. Um... This does not wow. okay. First of all, I I feel I don't know how you feel. I love Monique Samuels. Monique Samuels, Ashley Darby, Candy Gal. Those three have like been super supportive of me, given me so much. Like, come on, my podcast. Monique's put me on the show twice. I mean, I I love Monique. Well, where are they? We need them back. <laughs> I know. I have to really. I have to really. I I need to make more time, and I need a fucking assistant. But anyway, Ugh, you and me both, sweetheart. Go on. So. Anyhow, um, but I, I don't think this is good in the sense of the rumors of Chris and Monique's marriage. I think we all know that reality TV puts a strain on your marriage. I think, do I think they're still together 100%? Do I think they're probably having some marital issues? Yes, and that's why they're taking a break. But they are not, their love and marriage um, season two for DC, they're not filming. And, you know, Quicksilva and his wife who are, well-known in the D.C. area. He's a radio personality. They've been friends with Monique and Chris for a long time. Monique and Chris, I think, are the ones that really got them on TV. So for Monique and Chris to not be on, you know, I... I I agree with all of that. I think that Monique, and this is why I love her, I love Candy Gal too, like Monique is, I think, truly not a fame whore. She is not playing the game. She is not thirsty. And I think if push comes to shove, she will always choose her real life and her real marriage and her real children and her real existence over drama on a reality show. I do. And I, I agree with you. I think they're like, we have way bigger issues on a daily basis than going and filming a fucking TV show right now. And I think she's fighting for her marriage. I, I I agree with everything. And more power to her. Because let's go down the list of Desperado, New York, and Potomac, and Miami, and Bell. Let's go down the list of all the Desperados that would do anything. Picture of Jennifer Aiden in, in New Jersey if, if, if her marriage was falling apart. You think she would say, oh, I'm going to sit this one out? No. She would be like, bring it on. And yay, I have a storyline. I do. So I respect Monique for not going forward. And I also don't think that's so great about her marriage. I don't think it's. No, it's... and good for them. I mean, I hope they work it out. Like I've met Chris several times. Chris is so nice. I mean, they're terrific together. Again, you know, you don't live with them. You don't know, but I hope they have three beautiful children. Um, So I hope that they, good for them. Good for them for stepping away from a show. If that's the reason, I don't know. Maybe it could be other reasons, but um. That's what people are saying. So I hope it works for them. By the way, staying on Potomac for one more minute. um, Apparently, Michael Darby has spoken out that he is not happy about Luke and Ashley. About, yeah, about Luke and Ashley. I want Michael Darby to make an appearance so badly. Can we also get Michael Darby on behind the velvet rope slash or ex Sarah Fraser show. I mean, we need I have tried so sweetheart. So like, can you make that one happen? I've had my team reach out to him. It's not, it's never, it never happens. I want Ashley. I want Candace back. I want I Monique want back. I want Ashley back. Can you hire an assistant when we hang up to, to do, to do all this? Um, by the way, I mean, I also want to know what's really going on with Luke and Ashley. No one's really 
I mean, is there a real statement? Like, do we know for sure? Out. She says they're hanging out. And where does he live? Minnesota, I think, like normally or something. Um, I think between Minnesota and New York, yeah. She says he's making the effort. They're having a ball. They were in, I believe, they were at Top Golf in Virginia over the weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend. Hello. Mm. They are still hot and heavy. <sighs> and Michael Darby, apparently, according to Ashley, doesn't want her to be with anybody. Okay, well, Michael. he needs to, right, he needs to wake up. I mean, he's getting his dick sucked by all these guys. So he just needs to wake up and realize, like, you can't want something and you can't not want the thing in front of you. Although I think she probably wanted this divorce more than him. I mean, that's the sense I get. She says that, by the way, in the article. She says the more time that goes on, the more she's she's very happy about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I I'm sure they had a lot more going on in their marriage. But I think, you know, look. Guys obviously wants to get down with who he wants to get down with. I think when you're before you have kids, that's like all good. I don't think she cares. I think she's very open. But once you have two young sons, and I mean, I think Michael likes to party, you know. And I think it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to take care of Michael. Yeah. If she ends up with Luke, I'm so funny. Someone in the comments, I think on our YouTube, was like. How did Ashley Darby go from being a sugar baby to a sugar mama in like one week? Like she is yes, a sugar queen. mama. Cause let me tell you something, Luke Goldbrunson on winter house slash summer house. He's not even on summer house anymore. He ain't earning even a third of what Ms. Darby earns in her Bravo paycheck. Oh, they so, can't or they must earn like peanuts on winter house and summer house. Don't you think? I mean, cause that they have like a quarter of the ratings. Peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would think Peanuts. Luke is... Oh, and by the way, the rumor is, I'm not going to say where I heard this, you can put two and two together with how we started the show, but rumor is that the TLC people ain't so taken care of financially. That's the rumor. How dare you speak about my network <laughs> like that, David? What? Well, I mean, listen, I love the I, I love a thousand pound sister just like the next and sister wives and brothers who fuck their mothers and I love all that shit, but... You know, I just, I don't know if TLC is paying pretty well. Um, You know who does want to be paid pretty well? Oh. The one, the only, Tinsley Amortima. Tinsley, oh my God, we need Tins back. What do you think is going on with her? Because I read in the Post, and of course you know all the New York Post people, but I had read that she was like not interested in coming back to this legacy show. And then like in the 12th hour when they were ready to move on, a source very close to her says, okay, now she's willing to entertain it. What do you think is going on? Apparently she has a fabulous life down in Palm Beach, Florida. I mean, look, I think Tinsley is also really authentic. I don't think she needs the money, unlike all the rest, you know? And I think that she, I don't think Tinsley's really like dying for the fame. Yeah, of course, I think she loves it. But, you know, she was the it girl on page six, you know, back when she was on the CW on her other reality show way back in the day, which was all about her called High Society. I just think Tinsley, like, you know, I think she's more into like life. And I think she's wounded and she wants a man. And I mean, listen, it's hard. Like if you're in, look, at you're not, this isn't going to film for nine months, this legacy show. But I think like, yeah, if you love your life, oh, to come back to New York. I mean, what are we going to get her an apartment? Is she going to live back in the Marmar Hotel? Like, how is this going to look? But look, with Ramona being out and like Jill Zarin in and Kelly Ben Simone and Countess Luann and Sonia and Dorinda, that's five. We, we can't have the kiss of death, five. They need two more. It's like 
it is process of elimination. Like, I think they need Tinsley more than she needs them. Who You tell me who are the remaining two spots or one spot going to go to on Legacy. I mean, you can get what you want about the word legacy. Ramona's it's not Ramona. They're not using her. She's fired. I know. And so they're, who they're else really... is now in the legacy? I think Heather Thompson had a chance. I don't think so after she returned. And I think it just that left now too inappropriately. Who who now deserves legacy status? Alex McCord doesn't want it. They would love Alex McCord, I'm sure. Oh, Bethany's not that. So, so by process of elimination, we are now, it's not going to be Carol. Oh. We're, our, 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 our choices here are like Aviva Drescher, Tinsley, who's more of a part of this legacy. I think Tinsley has been the sixth logical choice. I think they need her. I think they need her. Uh, I do too. And I think she'd be great. And, you know, obviously Tinsley and Dorinda have, you know, a lot of butting heads chemistry, I think, you know, and I mean, Tinsley was part of the reason Dorinda was exited. I mean, Dorinda just got so nasty against Tinsley. I mean, obviously Tinsley triggers Dorinda in some way. Um, so just the, the chemistry yeah. would be good. Um, no, I, and she I, has I, natural chemistry. Like she knows yeah, them she all. Does. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like she yeah, with truly... Sonia. She was just pictured um, over, she was in Augusta. She ran into Sutton Strack, or I don't know if they planned to have something, but there's pictures on the internet like a week ago um, over Thanksgiving with her and Sutton just meeting up. Oh, Which I believe it. Well, I mean, they, they're they Southern, you know, to some extent, you know, I mean, oh, 100%. I, I think we, I hope we see Tinsley. I think that would be, I think she is a draw for sure and would really help that show. I think she's a draw. And if they're going to do a seventh person, I don't even know. My mind goes to Aviva. Who else could be the seventh person? Like, it's Aviva not going to be Jules Weinstein. It's not going to be Cindy Barshop. It's not going to be Leah. It's not going to be Ebony. I mean, we're just going down the list. Like, who And of who course, is who exited? is the one? Who is the one that was the constructor? You know, the um, construction. I always like her. You know, she was like kind of a lesbian, oh, kind of not. Friend of Barbara Yes, I, I enjoy, I follow Barbara on TikTok. I know I'm the only one, but I've sort of, I don't know. I think maybe I'm attracted to Barbara. Like, I think Barbara's like my you lesbian crush. I know, I kind of, something about, you know, a woman that runs a construction site, but Barbara's kind of hot and she's a little trashy. I love, and she's New Yorky. I just, anyway. Well, it's not going to be her, a friend of, but she would love it if it was. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, am I forgetting anyone? I think no, the only other- somebody. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna have seven. I think we're gonna have six and it has to be Tinsley. And we, we can't have five and there's really nobody else. And I think if there was a seventh, to me, the one that makes the most sense would be Aviva, just as far as like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like who else is there? Am I forgetting anyone? I don't know. No, I, I, feel I don't like think we there's are anyone. Else. Somebody, I still but... think, look at it, there's no amount of money that they can get Alex, but I think she would be oh, I mean, I'm looking right now. No, there's literally the I literally oh. Oh, Who? God, how can I forget her? Tateman, Kristen Tateman. Oh, which one was she? I don't even remember what she looks like. Kristen the blonde. She, she's the one whose husband was accused of being on Ashley Madison. Oh. Kristen or Aviva would have to be the seventh. And I mean, Aviva doesn't travel. She's agoraphobic. So oh. if this is going to be, they're going to go away anywhere, she'll have to work that. I still think Aviva would be better than Kristen, but that's it. There you go. But just give it to Tinsley and move on. And by the way, we're not seeing this forever. We still have to do reboot. Okay. Um, 
And is anyone excited for Legacy? Maybe if Reboot's a total failure, you'll all love to watch Legacy. Well, okay, we'll have to do this on the next show. But I mean, we have to get into, you had said there was more to the Lizzie Savetsky story, and now we know. I don't know how we didn't talk about, anyway, next show, we'll have to do a deep dive into this, but you were one. And is anyone going to even care about that in a week? I think everyone's moved on from that. She's never on the TV. Everyone's going to forget her name. I mean, you know, she has a life and I don't know if she cares, but we're going to move on from that soon. Okay, like, it's almost like, I don't know. You know what? It's as you said, why I, it's like, to your point, when we started in Andy, I got to wean myself off Beverly Hills. There's a lot else going on in the world. Yeah, but I feel they want us to. They want us to. <sighs> but the Lizzie Savesky thing was big. I, that's big. I that mean, was big. We'll get into that next show. But I mean, one, I wanted to see her so badly uh, just to see what she was really like. And two, I mean, girlfriend has bought houses in every damn city they do these franchises to try to get on for years and then and we have to talk about jen shaw on the next show too the fact that this is delayed again and this whole thing with the chrisleys and what the judge (gasps) said and i think jen is in such trouble now and have you seen all the the stuff coming out about the chrisleys and what a bully todd was and and julie and well you know you know todd i didn't really realize this till this all came out you know todd has an older son from a previous relationship and That son and a woman have a child together, which is the granddaughter that they've kind of adopted. Chloe. And I don't know exactly why they adopted Chloe. Why did the parents lose custody of Chloe? Or did they? It's, but anyway. I think the husband, the son was like, I don't know if it was drugs, but something to that effect. I think he's got his life together now. The mother has be, gave a Daily Mail um, interview over the Thanksgiving holiday. And basically she says that Todd, and she posts the texts, which are a little, they're, they're not, Todd doesn't come right out and say it. But she basically says, Todd was like, you're going to lie for me, right? And she was like, no, I'm not lying for you. And you know, apparently she claims that Todd has gone around for years to people and said, you know, you're going to lie for us. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And basically she claims that Todd has such a control over all of those kids, including Lindsay, the one that was estranged from them and then came back into the fold, that they all end up sort of falling in line because they're afraid of Todd, um, which... Look at the show. I mean, that's his whole I mean, thing. That, He's right? controlling. <laughs> And so anyway, no, she just paints a very dark picture, but I'm still trying to get to the bottom of how they ended up with Chloe, who is now going to be under the care of Savannah. It's, it's very, very, you know, and of course, I mean, I think the kids are now, Savannah's coming out and saying, don't judge my parents, wait until, you know, everything comes out. It's like, well, what's there left to come out, sweetheart? We've, we've gone through a whole trial. The judge has like asked for the strictest mandate because your parents were so deceitful. I mean. And Todd is saying stuff like you know, I believe in God and this is all God's plan. It's like, uh, it's like, once again, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Cause yes, like I've read all the controlling things and they're losing their house. Like you can't say this was based on anything other than just pure greed. You know, yes. Does the money add to these shows? 100%. But I mean, I do feel like Bethany, Sonia, Luann, I mean, yes, they, they were in high society, but I, I feel like Todd is one of those people we would have watched that family regardless. I mean, you know, you got to think when the Kardashians started out, they had no money. I mean, Kim Kardashian was on Sunset at a cupcake joint, you know, giving out free fucking red velvets. I think we would have watched Todd, but 
obviously he's and i think there is something like when you are famous already if you're based on your wealth i think it's like the show would go on if you lost your wealth like i think it's interesting when erica makes comments that she can't keep up with with um with Diane and even on like Bling Empire, which is all about, I mean, oh, we have yeah. Kevin Kreider, who's like not multimillionaires coming up the ranks. Like, I don't know, like that would have been a storyline for many seasons if Todd lost his money. You know what I mean? Like, but the shows are canceled, Sarah. So, although you know that they filmed like 10 episodes that they're still gonna show before they're gonna show that Wait, somehow. Wait, Bling like, Empire was canceled? No, 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 the uh, Chris Lee's. They, oh. they like filmed 10 episodes. Oh, so I believe it. I think we're going to get to see it at some point, but... They've also oh got to make restitution, you know? They've also got to pay a lot back. Okay, I have to love you and leave you. I know. We're going to follow the Sarah Fraser show. We're going to follow Behind the Delver. We're going to talk in a few days. I love you dearly, and I can't wait. Love you. Bye, David.